Welcome to Credit Shift News and Update. This week, I'm still Paul Sweeney, co-founder and chief strategy officer here at Webio. And today we will be exploring some of the recent news, stories, events and reports and trends in the credit industry. Let's dive into the details. Starting with general credit industry news, this week we have a particular focus on vulnerability. The UK's living wage is going to increase by 10%, providing more than 460,000 workers with a pay boost, the Living Wage Foundation has announced. The living wage rate is based on the cost of living and it is voluntarily paid by over 14,000 UK businesses. So while the minimum wage across the UK is £10.18, the real living wage is estimated at £12 across the UK and £13.15 in London. All this comes as recent polling by those earning below the real living wage, polling to the best of my knowledge run by the foundation, shows that 60% have visited a food bank in the last year and 39% are regularly skipping meals for financial reasons. So truly the line between getting by and not getting by can be pretty thin indeed. The energy regulator Ofcom has said that from December, gas and electricity providers have a duty to put those customers first when contacted with an inquiry about their payments. The new requirements also force companies to contact customers directly if they miss two monthly or one quarterly payments. A report by price comparison site Uswitch earlier this week suggested that 3.2 million households in the UK were behind with their payments. Specific issues called out by Ofcam Chief Executive Jonathan Brearley were long wait times to speak to someone on the phone, letters not replied to, and a lack of empathy for others. As part of the effort to encourage good customer service, suppliers will need to publish the citizens' advice ratings so the public can see how they compare on the issues such as wait times and the quality of responses. In related research, the Credit Services Association has published a report this month called Vulnerability, the Inconsistency Problem, which discusses issues such as how the de definitions of vulnerability are evolving, how customer vulnerabilities can be recorded, and issues around data protection and sharing. It also explores whether vulnerabilities ought to be evidenced by customers or be identified by the company. While there is a lot to explore in this report, the thing that struck me was the extent to which people believe that some combination of actions between government and energy companies was currently required and needed to be updated to make an impact on customers. If you haven't already done so, I would urge you to seek out the report and just refresh your thoughts on this area. Whatever happens, I think it's really important that across the industry and across multiple industries, some form of consistency of approach or theory is applied. Moving on to section two. This week, we draw your attention to research connected to the use of Gen AI or generative AI in banking. Google Cloud announced new research this week on the use of Gen AI in the banking industry. A survey of over 350 banking executives responsible for Gen AI decisions and more than 2,000 banking customers were surveyed and they came up with some interesting results. The top benefit that Gen AI can bring to the industry is increased operational efficiency and cost savings, with 49% of respondents specifying that. 
Specifically, more than a third of executives at national banks said that GenAI will deliver 61 to 80% in cost savings over the next five years. Additional benefits revealed by respondents include better data analysis and predictive analysis at 45% and improved fraud detection and security at 44% of respondents. More accurate card fraud detection was also the top answer among consumers for potential improvements at 33% of end-user respondents. 47% of banking executives say that they are in the proof-of-concept stage of GenAI implementation, while 35% say they are piloting and testing use cases. According to these executives, GenAI has been integrated within the industry in the following ways. Now, prepare for this little list. Generating content related to employee productivity, such as responses to email, documents, presentations, 57% said they were involved in that. Assisting in creating new marketing content or campaigns like advertisements, offers, social posts, at least half were doing that. Assisting in code creation for applications and software, surprised to me, 50% said they were involved in that. Summarizing complex financial information, such as reports or prospectus, just under half, like 49%. Summarizing capital market research for client briefings and faster investment decision-making, 49%. And enhancing chatbots and virtual assistant for customer interactions was at 48%. So the representatives estimated that GenAI will drive the most significant revenue growth by improving investment research, more effective marketing and customer segmentation, and better customer acquisition and retention strategies. So again, I think we're in the very early days of seeing this use of GenAI filter through to business as usual in companies in the financial services industry, but they're clearly making their way through the piloting process at the moment. So we should see a lot more of that hit the headlines in early 2024. IT spending is anticipated to go up as a result of all these actions. 40% of respondents said that it will increase their spend in IT budgets by between 25 and 50%. Part of that budget will likely go towards AI partnerships as 93% of banking executives said their organizations plan to partner with AI technology providers within the next 6 to 12 months in order to support their Gen AI strategies. Again, this does reflect some of the other research we've been seeing in this area, uh, indicating that it is very high strategic priority, that it hits many different areas of the business, it has a predominant impact on customer service, but it also has a more general impact across regular marketing, planning services. So this is a general uh, technology change and, and could be very, very significant. Moving on to section three, developments from the world of fintech. This week, Stripe and TrueLayer have forged a noteworthy alliance, making TrueLayer as the inaugural European open banking payment solution for Stripe's clientele. The Stripe payment element is a customizable UI tool integrated within checkout platforms, and it's embraced globally by numerous vendors. This tool not only showcases the diverse payment avenues available to consumers, but also gathers the requisite data to execute that transaction. 
With this new partnership, Stripe clients can opt for an open banking payment system, a robust alternative to the traditional card-based model, which often carries hefty interchange costs. The standout element? TrueLayer's provision empowers firms to process immediate bank transfers, eliminating the need to construct or oversee an individual payment portal. Through Stripe's extensive reach, TrueLayer could potentially dominate in this space if they can engage with Stripe's vast developer community and get some early traction and um, be the preferred supplier in that space. So I think that this does reflect some of what we've been saying in these updates over the last couple of weeks, which is the open banking does seem to be delivering value in specific areas in specific cases there is growth in the area but it's still kind of low numbers overall but we do still see a strong path for this in the future i think it's still a matter of timing of when this hits and when you know what unlock this uh, new platform and perhaps getting popular on the stripe platform is one way that happens we'll keep a, a watchful eye on it and just look out for both positive and negative market information coming back, hopefully helping you to make some decisions in your business. That's it. It's a short one for us this week. Thank you for joining us for Credit Shift. Join us next week where we'll be giving you another update. Why not check out webio.com and see what's happening with us there and keep a lookout for a new interview coming up soon in this channel. 